Hello, hello, and welcome to Experience, a Pokemon Go podcast. This is episode one, so very exciting. How do you feel, Mrs. B? Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm wondering how this is going to kind of start and move forward. I'm hoping we get a bunch of people who ask questions and that we actually help. If it is, that'll do us nicely. Well, I think we should start with um, probably what we kind of did in the trailer, where we just kind of introduced ourselves and where where we are and what we've been doing, and then maybe go over the week what we've caught, any good hatches, any raids that we've been in, uh, and then go from there, really. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Alrighty. Well, I am masturbated. Um, and I am level 47, and, uh, yeah, what about you? Hi, I'm Master Bearded's Lady, I'm level 41. Um, my most frustrating catch of the day has been Ditto, because I dislike the Ditto. Everyone hates Ditto. But now the starting one, like when you catch it, it looks like the Zerua. They're both the same kind of oof and colory, reddy, purpley colors. So at first I thought it was the Zerua, but you know I have a a beef with the Zerua. I think a few people are having beef with the Zerua. I think a few people, um, if you look on on Twitter or if you look on uh, Facebook, and a few people are getting very excited about catching their buddy Pokemon. Until they realize that it's actually a Zerua. Especially when it's a Pokemon that you don't find in the wild. And they're like, wow, it's amazing. And then it turns into a Zerua. I think it's just hilarious watching people's reactions to that. I think it's so mean. It's exactly like you get so excited and having experienced it. I'm like, like you're like, oh my gosh, look what I caught. And then it just does the thing and you're very disappointed. Yeah. And like, oh, so it's like a mean letdown. Like the Ditto, you're like, whatever, it's a Ditto. But Zerua's kind of mean because it makes you think it's a special Pokemon. I think it's even more frustrating for people that are still on the um, the mission to catch a Ditto and it turns into a Zerua. And I think that's mm-hmm. even more annoying because you're not going to get that, you know, you're not going to finish that mission with a Zerua. But there are plenty of people that are finding more Zeruas out there than they are Dittos, which is quite amusing. Well, when I was in the UK, I caught a couple Zeruas, but when I've been in the USA, I haven't caught any Zeruas, but I've caught, and today I caught one Ditto, and for forever I couldn't catch a Ditto, and then after I didn't have to catch a Ditto, there was Ditto everywhere, so <laughs> very frustrating. It's always the one, it's always the one. Well, for me, my week has been an interesting one for Shinies. Um, I got a shiny Farfetch'd, which, you know, okay, that's fine. Another shiny Ghastly, and a shiny Paris, which is the only thing, I think, shiny that came from the Festival of Colors. That's the only thing. Out of, I don't know how many Pokemon are supposed to be caught within that, um, within that festival. It was insane that there were so many Pokemon that you could get. I mean, you're looking at Grimer, Cast Form, in all the forms. The Burmese, all of them. Um, Krabby, Lickitung, Coughing, Natu, Wobbuffet, Shuckle, Zigzagoon. I mean, there's so many Pokemon. And out of the, you know, hundreds if not thousands that are caught over the entire week, I get a shiny Paris. Was that so, the one I didn't get any from? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I don't even think you left the house for that one. Yeah, I don't think I got anything from that one. If that was the one where the fishes come out, because I haven't gotten that fish. <laughs> the brook fish. Have you, yes. have you even caught one of them yet? I haven't caught, I just said I haven't caught any of those yet. Like, I haven't well, had one of those fish. Yeah, well, I think you might be able to find them out and about, Matt. Maybe. I don't know. I, mean, I think it's out. No, I've been out, it's and I, I hatched that 12k egg, and I've not seen one. And it's been what? waiting by you, so you should have caught it, because it's been nice for yeah. it to be out. <laughs> You would think. You would think, but oh well, never mind. There's always there's always the next event, so you know, let's see what you get from that one. I think so, my yeah. last shiny was what Hitman Lee for that fighting day once. Yeah. Or it was 
all three of them. Mm. They weren't my oh. favorite. That wasn't my favorite event, but no. At least so, I got a shiny from it, I guess. As we uh, as we talked about the other day, with me and my back to back shinies, that was impressive. Oh, that was impressive. No, it was the um, wasn't eggs. It was the research, Grimer, yeah. and finally, which I've actually called him finally, Shiny Shelter. Which is oh my actually kind of cute. I'm not gonna lie to you, it is kind of cute. It's pretty cute, and I'm glad you finally got it because you were very miffed when that other one got it. <laughs> After going through nearly nearly fourteen hundred shelters and not finding a shiny, bearing in mind this shiny has been out for quite some time. 1,400 shinies. Uh, 1,400 shelters to finally get a shiny. Which is just, in, it's, I don't know, it's just a crazy. I think yeah, my, sure. um, it's as bad as my shiny Zubat. That is going to be, you know, the, I think the tail Didn't end. I get a shiny Zubat before you? Yeah, did? you did, yeah. yeah. And then it evolved it all the way, so. Yeah. But I think the, uh, the tail end of each episode is whether I find a shiny Zubat. That's going to be, you know. Shiny Zubat found this week? No. Okay, there we go. And I think that's going to continue for like another 100 episodes. Yeah. I've caught 23 Shelter and I've seen 24, so. You're on fire. You're on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing great things there. And I saw a post somewhere. Someone, I was impressed with. Someone has an entire Eevee family of Undos. Oh, nice. And that's kind of a goal, but that person caught thousands of it, and I've only caught, seen and caught like 300, so <laughs> I've, I've got a way to go for that, I think. I don't even know where I'm up to with the with the, the hundos or the shinies when it comes to Eevee. I've, I think I've got, I think I've got maybe five out of the shiny, out of the Eevee family that are, that are actually shiny. But I don't, I don't know, I'm not really that fussed about the, the Eevee family. It's the, uh, it's the obscure ones that I'm trying to find that are really hard uh, to find or seem really hard to find. I'm frustrated with my hundo, Evie, because I accidentally evolved it and it's the one with the hat. So now I, now I have like a weird Christmas challenge where I'm going to have to get a hundo, Evie, every year and <laughs> evolve that into one of the... <laughs> Yeah, and then Different. you have the whole time yeah. in about five years' time. <laughs> <laughs> because I accidentally got a Vaporeon instead of leaving it as an Eevee, but that was my one hundo. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> yeah, well, one day. Monday, one day. Well, I think um, we should have some sort of structure. So I think if we do a little catch-up each week like this, and then... We talk about the previous week's um, sort of news, the events, what's happened, um, and then go into upcoming events and give a little bit of kind of information into what's going to come soon in the next week, in the next two weeks, because Pokemon kind of Pokemon Go has a, a structure of it'll have an event on for you know sort of six, seven, eight days, and then there'll be nothing on for a few, and then there might be a community day in between, and then there'll be another event that comes a few days after that. So we can kind of do that every week or every other week um, to talk about what's going up, what's going to happen. And I think once we get people sort of dropping dropping questions in or, you know, asking for certain pieces of advice, we can, as best we can, answer that advice. I've noticed there are quite a few people out there that are asking questions and starting it with, I feel dumb, but what is? And, you know, we want to we want to make feel people feel as comfortable as possible to ask those questions. And, you know, no question really is a dumb question, because if you don't yeah. know, you don't know. And you need somebody to ask that question. Exactly. I feel bad for people because some people might not say it like or like I've seen the other side of it where people don't say, like, I don't know if this is a dumb question, but they ask a question like meaning like I need help or can you help me with this? And people are kind of laughing at them mm. and treating them. Like they're inferior, and I'm like, that's kind of rude. It's a game that we we all enjoy playing, and mm. let's not be kind of mean about that. We all started somewhere for the sake of being mean. Though. That's the problem. That's the problem nowadays. People are mean because they can be mean. Yeah, I guess it's easy for people who have been playing for a while or who have been like 
just automatically no information to take it for granted. But mm -hmm. yeah. at least that's what we're trying to do here is just help people if they need it. And hopefully once we do get some responses, we'll get to kind of go over and ask what other people have caught and be happy for whoever's gotten their shiny shundos or hundos or I don't know what the word is for all three of them. Shiny Loki, Hundo, <laughs> Nando, something. <laughs> your Hundo is your 100%, so your four star. Your Shundo is your 100%, as in four star, and it's shiny. You got a Nundo, which is no stars whatsoever, and they are actually more rare than a Shundo and a Hundo. Then you've got your Shlundo, so that's a shiny 100% lucky Pokemon. And I, I think the the list goes on. Um, but when people yeah, once you get luckies. Yeah, luckies are, are interesting ones. I mean, between me and you, trading back into, we've got our fair share of of luckies and a fair few lucky shinies as well. So you know, we've done quite well. Yeah, we. I think it's good. We got to do a few lucky back and forths, especially after event days. So we got like mm -hmm. the whole Noibet family, for example, or. Mm -hmm. What was the other one we got? Uh, I got too many lucky bags. <laughs> yeah, I think I've got the the Pidgey family. Um, the uh, what was it? I'd have to go through it and have a look. Um, lucky. Oh, there's so many. Hundred. I've got one hundred lucky Pokemon. So we've oh. got the entire Pidgey family. The Nidoran. That was the one. You have the entire Nidoran. Oh yeah. Male and female family. Um, the Jigglypuff. Family, the oh, there's a few EVs there, nothing too exciting. Um, At least we got a couple of the pavilions too. Yeah, the plusle and the minimum, that was good. Oh yeah, that one's um, good too. We failed miserably on the frillish ones because there just wasn't enough blue frillish around to get them. Yeah, and of course, good. trying to swap over scatterbugs is just a nightmare. Trying to get a yeah. lot out of them. Those ones, quite well. We traded so many too because we saved so many, and <laughs> it was like one in like fifty. Yeah, exactly. My still my favorite one was the helioptile. That was great. Helioptile and helio uh, helios heliolisk noibats was another one. I think we traded probably a hundred or two hundred noibat. Got seven, I think, out of that. Not one of them is really any good apart from one. 100% Noibat, which I then turned into a Noivern. So I, I have that a, I thought... Go ahead. I was going to say, I've got a 100% Lucky Noivern. I think that's about as exciting as it got. I think that's actually pretty exciting for it to be handled. I got... I'm looking back at our first Lucky, and it was actually the Dialga. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got a shiny one out of that. That is true. And yeah. mine is at least lucky. So Very I think that was pretty cool. Lucky guy. Because that was our first kind of big trade, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. When we finally got to do it in person. Shiny and lucky. And, and a three star. So not bad IVs, really. All things considered, it could have been a lot worse because there are some that go the complete opposite way and you end up with a. You know, a worse a worse Pokemon when you started out with. Not, it not is frustrating <laughs> with those sometimes. I yeah. only have one Nundo. I have the one that's still named Zero, and that is a <laughs> what's this called? I don't know what it is. Is it a chickpea something or other? Look what it says on the um Pokedex, the candy. yeah. What no, it says candy. Oh true, <laughs> true. I could have just looked down down. Chikorita. <laughs> I called it Chippy, whatever. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, have, cool. I have Bob and Reg. That's cool. So I Bob is see. Bob is an Aeron, and Reg is a Sveal. And that's it. That's there, my Nundum. <laughs> Aeron. A A yeah. <laughs> Bob and Reg, that's what we called them. Bob and Reg. Oh, yeah. That's, I that's have about. the one Nundo, and I have ten perfects. Oh, nice. So yeah. that goes Stunkfist, Glove Disc, Plusle, Stunk Tank, obviously the Vaporeon with the hat, <laughs> Meditite, Phantom Lantern, Kara Posta, and Pseudo Wudo. 
fucking nice. I'm on 82. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name them all because that would just wait, take way too long. But yeah, I probably shouldn't have named all these anyway. But I yeah, think two, and I think only one of them is a double, and that's because it's a uh, scatterbug. So I Aww. think every single one of them out of that is unique. Oh, eighty two is gold. Oh, I stand corrected. Needle King because I've got him in one hundred percent shiny and one hundred percent normal. Because mm. no, I think Nido King is my only Schlundo. Um, yeah, no. I don't, I, Shundo? I can't and you've been pay, playing since it Shundo. all came out, huh? Yeah, yeah, since, uh, well, when it first came out, it was only available in Australia and New Zealand for the first, you know, because obviously they get it first because they're like um, 13 hours ahead of us. So, um, we got it by changing the um the settings on the phone on the iPhone so that it thought that we were in Australia and it released it to us. So there was a couple of us that got it, and then we put our phones back to the UK, and then we had it 13 hours before the rest of the world. A few people, a few other people had tried it as well. So I'm sure people did the same thing and it was probably online everywhere for people to try as well um but yeah that's that's how we got it sort of 13 hours before anybody else we got it at the same time as australia and new zealand and some of the other countries down that end so i didn't start until last year in mm-hmm. february so this and very february kindly introduced my... you to the game yeah you did this february was our pokeversary <laughs> I, like I like it <laughs> Alrighty, well, so, shall we talk about some um, news for the past week and go over what has uh, what has happened and how badly this past week has been? <laughs> for sure. News: the Regidrago raid debacle was last weekend. Um, I can't even tell you how annoying this was to to find somewhere where there was plenty of people that could do the raid because obviously you can't remote bring people in so you can't throw out a raid pass and um, use a remote raid pass to go in there you have to be there in person this was incredibly annoying to finally get there miles away I, mean, I did a 20 mile trip there and back got there I got there a little bit late so the first one was done I just got there in time to jump in the second one and then didn't catch the Pokemon. But because it was only on for 30 minutes, it was just a waste of time. We couldn't even complete the second one. There was two of us in there, both of us at higher levels, so we should have been able to do it. And it was it was just a no-go. And then, didn't it yeah. keep going white screen too? Yeah, I, I didn't even get anywhere close to the second one. It kicked me out. It went white screen. It kicked me out. I went back into the raid and that was it. And there was no way of saving it. And because that was, I mean, that was a two o'clock one. I missed the 11 o'clock one because I didn't see the point in, you know, jumping up early to go and try and find somewhere to go. Um, The only one that I found that had people in it nearby was, like I say, it was a 10 mile drive there and 10 mile drive back. And then for the five o'clock ones, they were nowhere to be found. It was almost like there was there was loads of 11 o'clock ones, hardly any two o'clock ones. And then no, just nothing around for the five o'clock ones. So I, I mean, we've had this before where they, they don't seem to know what they're doing. Um, they put an event on, and then it just goes to pot. And then <laughs> Australia and New Zealand had it bad because the game, you know, hadn't even been switched on correctly when the raid was announced. And then they were given the opportunity on the Sunday, the day after to do it again and to, you know, have it all working and the same thing happened again. So that was just an epic fail from Niantic on that one. They do that a lot though. Like I know we've both tried to do raids before and gotten the white screen where it doesn't let you jump back in. So like we've both been in the same raid and one of us gets kicked out and there goes a raid pass, which is frustrating because you only get your daily one 
Mm-hmm. If you spin the stop. Yeah. Or the ones that you have to buy. Yeah. So it's even but, worse for one where that you had to go into person. So I'm frustrated for you for not getting the Pokemon. I didn't even bother because there wasn't. I don't even have people to do it with or anything where I was. So I think that's the negative part of these elite raids. You know, it's it's fine to say this is um, this is something that you can do in person instead of remote because I know they want to try and push away from the remote raids as much as possible. But there are people out there that live in the middle of nowhere or they live far away from the city, which is primarily where all the biggest kind of poker stops and the gyms are. And on top of that, if you are not necessarily a lone player, but a player with, you know, a few friends that you know, or, or even if you have friends that are just through Facebook or just through Twitter or, you know, for Reddit, for example, you know, if you don't have that that community around you like it was years ago. I mean, when all these things started, um, it was great. There was people out in parks every weekend for this kind of thing. But years went by and then, you know, the pandemic happened and not a lot of people are going out anymore. And certainly not in droves like they used to for this game. So it's really hard to get back to where Niantic wanted to be, where we all go out and we all just magically find each other all stood around in a park somewhere. You know, they're kind of stepped away from reality, I think a little bit. Um, But they have promised to make it up for, make it up to us. So they put a post out on uh, Twitter saying trainers, we apologize for the weekend's elite raid issues and the impact they had on your experience. We're planning a, a way to make up, Make it up to all trainers all over the world, especially those in the GMT plus 13 time zone. Please stay tuned for details. So, I mean, I don't know what that's going to be. A free raid pass. At least they're trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, free raid pass. At least they're trying to kind of make stuff up for that way. But it is frustrating if you don't have, like, local friends in the area or whatever. I mean, having the campfire up kind of helps. Like, that's how you orchestrated where to go for your park thing. But... Yeah. If you don't have people to add, or if that's not active, or if no one's doing it, then it's kind of a bummer. But like, yeah. we're blessed because we do it together. But it's just frustrating when there's a whole event that you have to do with other people, and you have to be in person. That's just kind of rude. Yeah, and it depends on the type of person you are as well. You know, I went to, I went quite far out from where I live um, to try and find a group of people, and there was a group of people, and they looked as if they have either seen each other before or do this on a regular basis which i'm sure is great but i'm not the type of person to go and jump into the you know these random people that i don't know um and say hey you know next time you're out give me a shout and no i'm not going to do that i don't know these people um they don't know me and it's it's very different i suppose than the way that niantic believes that we should be we should all be friends with each other and find each other and go from there but that's not real world i mean we're friendly like individually like and together like we've talked to different people like i know i traded with a random guy during that one event last what march last year it was one person walking around literally only person walking around the park and i was like are you playing pokemon because he was stopping at every stop that i had stopped at Mm. and he was just happened to be willing and have enough stardust to trade with me that first time i ever traded with someone but if you don't have like a very populated area, if it's a small town like that, it's just mm. frustrating because not everyone plays Pokemon and not mm. everyone has the same schedules or people are at work when you're not or vice versa. So it's just kind of silly. It's just like the same thing with the remote um, raid passes getting to be used versus not. And even having all these people you become lucky friends with was kind of useless because you can't really battle or trade with them far. Like, because usually I have like what? You get people from Japan or all over the world, which is a pavilion thing. So yeah, it's frustrating. I've been lucky friends with more people from Japan than I've been to anybody that is in this country. Yeah. I've deleted friends from Japan because when am I ever going to nip over to Japan to do a lucky trade with somebody? It's, you know, it's never going to happen. There's absolutely no point in having these people. This is why, you know, it's another point of contention that we've not got the ability to trade with people that are in our friends list unless you are you know six foot away from this person and it's something that i think realistically even if it's a something you have to spend a bit of money on to be able to trade long distance 
where you have to spend a bit of coins, I suppose, instead of instead of necessarily money. Because you can play this game completely free. You don't have to spend any of your actual money on it. You can just, you know, 50 coins a day it and away you go. But even if, if they introduced a way, a very much a, a ticketed way or a, a raid pass kind of way and made it easier to trade over long distance, that would be a lot easier to do. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of frustrating because you have the gift limit that you can only open and receive so many gifts and send so many gifts a day, but you're allowed to have a certain amount of friends, but you can't really have a whole group of friends that you already got the XP for being friends and just have pointless lucky trade cities. So it's kind of just a waste Mm. in that respect. Like, yay, we're lucky friends, but (laughs) unless you all have the money to go travel to visit each other or... Yeah. can plan something it's like a no-go and then people get in trouble for whatever that's called where they say they're in one area but then they're not and then niantic gets mad and all those moderators get mad but mm. you can't really meet people from <laughs> japan unless you have the money to do so, so. Yeah. Well, unless unless you're going to cheat in the game and fly all over the world within the game that's you know it's not going to happen really is it and plus even then that's got to be quite difficult you've got to you're going to know exactly where that person is and go from there but that just seems a bit a bit too extreme yeah it's just not worth it but it's like they should do what you said like get something like even if you have to get a remote trade pass or something get to be able to do a lucky pass with someone far away that'd be cool yeah like a lucky trade with someone far away especially because you worked that hard to get to Ultra best friends, whatever it's called. Ultra friends than best friends, but mm. it would be a lot more profitable from a friendship that you've cultivated that way. Yeah. Well, just to add it to the long list of things that Niantic are not listening to when it comes to the community, um, after the Hoenn event, or the Hoenn tour, I should say, um, in Vegas, there was epic failures there. There's a lot of people complaining about that. I mean, you know, there's always going to be people that are happy for what they have and what they got out of it, but there was a, a big issue there um, with they had the ticketed area, if you can see, if you can call it a ticketed area. It was a park, so you can't stop people from coming to a park. But then Niantic kind of, their advice was for anybody that didn't have a ticket, don't go to the park that day. So yeah, you can't really limit people that way. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell people that live in the area not to come to a park because we are having an event and it's for people with a ticket only. That's that's not how it works. If you want that, then close the park. Completely close it. You know, put a yeah. put a fence around it. They kind it of just it. got money hungry in that respect. Yeah. It is frustrating too when you can't, like that thing you tried to gift me mm-hmm. for that research where you had to catch all those hundreds of things and it wouldn't let you. Oh, yeah. That's kind of silly. They want work. everyone they to start paying for it themselves, I guess. Well, they took that completely out of the game. So I that's no longer in there. I, I have the ticket and I have the research, but I can no longer buy it for you. That's crazy. And yet, you know, a couple of weeks later or a week or so later, Willow's wardrobe is in the shop and I'm able to buy it and send it to you and I can still gift it to other people. So that's still there, but the masterwork research just disappeared out of the shop. With no explanation either. And you complained about it and they didn't do anything. No, they don't care. If you, you send them a message, you might, you might get a reply off them. And I complained about the Reggie Drago one and I got a, I think I got two actually. I got, instead of getting one raid pass, which they said they'd give me, I, I got two because I went from five to seven. So they sent me one instantly. And then when I turned the game on the next morning, I had another one. They're like, just in case you're still mad. Yeah, Here's a pass. I, I mean, you're like, know, I didn't. Not... You want my, I want my gas, and my time back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I wanted the Pokemon. To be fair, I don't really care about the raid yeah. passes. I just buy more raid passes. Fifty coins a day, I'll get the raid passes. I was more interested in give me the Reggie Drago because that's that's what I went all the way out there for. I didn't go out there for. And, you know, a, a meetup or a community sake or anything like that. That I went that far because I wanted that Pokemon. There was um, the last set of Elite Raids, which was Hooper. Hooper Unleashed or Unchained or whichever Hooper it was. Um, I didn't bother with those because, you know, what's the point? I can't find 
I can't find enough people in the area to be able to do that. So I have Hooper and I have Hooper Unbound and that's it. You know, anything other than that, it's it's just not going to happen. And I think after after this one today, uh, not this one, this last weekend, I don't think I'll be doing it again either because that was just a waste of time. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating, especially when events are kind of just the one day, so you have to wait a whole other amount of whatever years they're going to wait to bring something back. Yeah. I know some of the legendary things I didn't even bother with, because one, it's hard when you live in a place like, I know you said you get your 50 coins, but it's hard when you don't have a Pokestop near you or a gym Mm -hmm. near you, because it's like, even if I want to walk, I think I have to walk like for an hour before I can go get one close by, and when the weather is horrible. Hmm. It's just a bummer because you're missing out on your 50 coins a day or whatever. So it's just silly that they, when there is an event, it's so difficult and so many rules that you can't just invite someone to play with you or do a go raid party or something, you know? Hmm. Yeah. And it, there's, there's plenty of, of gyms around here, but with the Hooper one, for example, there was nobody. As it was a few months ago, I sat. Um, you know, from home, I was like, I can see them from home. I can see about six or seven gyms from here, and there was nobody, nobody there. And you can see when people join them, because as I was, as I went to the other one for Reggie Drago, I could see there was eighteen people in the in the lobby way before I got near the gym. So you can see them from, you know, if you can if you can click on them from where you live or where you are, you can see how many people are in them to be able to make your way there. And there was nothing. I went through. There was, I think, there was two gyms in the area that were doing Hooper. Nobody in eleven five, um, the two o'clock one. Nothing. Nobody in them at all. So the community is just not there like it used to be. And I think yeah. you have to go into the city to go and find enough people to do it and find people that you can bring together at a specific time. Three times a day is great, but if you don't have that community to bring together one time of the day, then what's the point, really? Yeah, the it's kind of silly. They're, they're kind of ostracizing in that they don't let just everyone come in that way because you can invite different people if you had a remote raid or whatever, mm. but they're just, like, making you be... And it's not about... It's like, yo, be social. We've gone to the park to do events and stuff, and you can say hey to people or kind of hear them get excited, which is fun, but... It's also, like you said, it's not the same as it was because there's not that many people out there doing it. And I know you've been doing it since the beginning, and I've only just come into it. But I don't think I've ever seen a whole bunch of people do it. Like, I've seen it when we go to that one big park, but the other parks or the nearby things, I've not really seen anyone show up for. Mm. And they're good for the likes of community days and um, big events that you can go and, you know, catch a mega Pokemon from. Um or you can go and, you know you can join into the into the five star raids and get as much as you can out of it because you've got maybe four, five, six people, uh, a group of people that are there. Not necessarily together, but they are there so you can all jump in together. But once every everyone has that Pokemon they move on and they move on to the next gym. And it just becomes a kind of strange situation where people are near enough following each other around the park to, to try and do that. Because yeah. you know, things are now very different from before COVID. You know, you're not willing to, to have a conversation with somebody the way that you were before. You're not willing to get close to people like that, like you were before. Um, the only person that outside of a nod and a smile or, you know, um, a hi when you when I went to the Reggie Drago one was one guy that said, Did he catch it? And it was like a yeah, he he caught it, I didn't and that was it. You know. <laughs> he was yeah. he was eight foot away and off he went afterwards and there was no no prolonged conversation. There was no hey, we should be friends. You know, it's it's a very different world now. We're in a dip we're we're living yeah. in a different world and I don't think Niantic are really taking that into consideration. Um and they they put out a few a few weeks ago, just before the uh, Reggie Drago, an announcement regarding renewed commitment to improve in-person experiences. You know, and they've got a lot planned for 2023. Days later, they completely wrecked the Reggie Drago event. 
and the, the follow-up day after that. So, you know, where is this uh, renewed commitment? And why do you need a commitment? Yeah, I mean, surely, you know, they shouldn't have to renew their commitment. This this company has been going for enough years now. I mean, you know, they had they had a, a game before Pokemon Go. They've got several games after Pokemon Go. Surely it should just be a continued commitment or, you know, a continued yeah. commitment with that a view sense. to improve the in-person experience. But, you know, <laughs> they wrecked they wrecked it for the entire world. I mean, there are people that got their Regidragos. There are people that got their, their Hundos. And that's great for the for the few. But, you know, for the mass, a lot of people were not happy with the, the way that the event went. So, yeah, you know. You I mean, I hope they get better, especially when they mandate things. But mm-hmm. I feel like they shouldn't just say... For in-person experiences, that's where my hang-up is. It's like, obviously, we love Pokemon, we love playing it, it's an important part of our lives, and we, like, do it daily. Mm. So it's a game we're playing, and we're fine with Niantic in that way, but it's just, like, they're they're thinking very single-mindedly of the whole trying to make everything in-person again. You can't really go back after COVID and go back to how it was. Plus, it's just the age difference of people playing now. I feel like when I see people at the park, it's either, like, adults like us in couples form of, or, like, a couple of friends here and there. And then there's just groups of, like, parents with kids. Yeah. So you can't really go say hi to kids and just, like, hi, do you want to play a game with me? Like, creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the couples are obviously doing their own thing and friends just walking fast anyway. So it's, like, it's not something that's you're going like, hey, let's be besties, let's do this. So it's just the luck of where you live, I guess, and who you know and who also plays. So Yeah, it's it's a different world. And the the sooner Niantic understands that the the kind of better it'll be. Yeah. Oh, we shall see, we shall see. Okay, so let's move on to the upcoming events. So we have the Slowpoke Community Day, which is tomorrow. And we'll talk about that next week to see how that went for both of us. And I think the next one coming up is the Ditto. Let's Go. Yes, Ditto and Meltan and all the other fun that everyone's been trying to get for a long time. So we have the Meltan Mystery Box, which is very easy to do now that they've opened it up to Pokemon Home. It used to be with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu or Pokemon Let's Go Eevee on the Nintendo Switch. But a lot of people, you know, didn't have the money to go and buy a Switch and then the game or didn't have the game or didn't know how to do it. So they've opened it up quite easily to Pokemon Go Home now. Have you got it? Does it work? Does it work? Right. So you need to create a Nintendo account, which is pretty easy. Um, And you download Pokemon Home. For you know, if you've got an iPhone or if you've got the uh, Samsung phones, etc., Android phone, you just download Pokemon Home on there, so it goes on your phone. You register for your Nintendo account and link that to it. Then you need to go onto Pokemon app, go up to your settings, go down to connected devices and services, then click on Pokemon Home, and then just log into your Nintendo account. And that will link it together. And there's a little button there that says, once it's all logged in, it says send Pokemon. So all you're doing is, it's the same as sending a Pokemon to the professor, but you're sending it to your Pokemon home. So your home is like a a storage device. And in theory, you can log into it from your Switch. And then you can transfer that Pokemon from your home account onto your Switch. And eventually, they've been saying this for a long time now, but eventually... You'd be able to do it vice versa. So you'd be able to send Pokemon from your Nintendo Switch games over to your Pokemon Go account. That's the, the end game to it. But you just press send Pokemon and you send the Pokemon over and then you will get a gift. And that gift will sit in your items and it's called a mystery box. And then all you need to do is go to your gifts, uh, go to your items, sorry. Go down to your mystery box and it will tell you there days remaining to mystery box access, which is zero. And you just press OK and it'll open the box and that will produce um, 
Meltan, uh, and they'll spawn every it's every two or three minutes, something like that. Um, For like the time limit, though, isn't it? Yeah, the time. I think it's. I think it's an hour. Could be thirty minutes. I, I haven't done it for a while, but um, the last time that it came out, you had the, avail- the ability to catch shiny Meltan. Um, when you do it without the event, you can only get normal Meltan. You can't get the shiny. But when these events come round, you get the opportunity to catch shiny Meltan, which is always always fun to do. Is that the thing you we did where you like had me send like a Pokemon to something? Yeah. Do you have yeah. to send a Pokemon to it first? Yeah, that's that's what you do with home. You send the Pokemon to home, the same as you do with the professor, and that way it open it gives you the opportunity to well, it sends you the box. It puts the box in your item. Okay, now I remember. Yeah. I think we and did that it way, the one time. Yeah, and that way you get to open you know, you get to catch as many Meltan as you want in theory. Um and of course the opportunity to get a shiny one. I haven't done it for a while because the last time I did it, uh, I got the shiny one. I want to do it again to see if I can get a better shiny because I want to evolve my shiny Meltan. Um, but right now, we have to wait for this event. That starts on uh, Tuesday the 21st at 10 a.m. and ends on the 29th at 8 p.m. So we've got a good, good eight days to do it. You should so have time it outside of work and whatever else you've going on. Yeah, basically. Um, they've added the XXS and the XXL to the Meltans during the event. So if you're one of those collectors that wants to, you know, every size of Meltan, you can do that as well. Not really my kind of thing, but it's there. It's um, too hard to classify. I mean, if they if they made a whole separate decks, I guess, for shortest and tallest and biggest and widest. Yeah, you just different, more But otherwise, you can't, yeah, you just can't keep all of them. No. I mean, there's no, there's no in-game that I know of. There's no in-game benefit to having an extra small or an extra large Pokemon. I don't think it means anything really. It's all down to IVs, you know, how good your Pokemon actually is and how well it can survive in things like raids or um, battles or anything like that. You know, that kind of thing is more to do with the Pokemon, not really the size of it. I don't really know where they're going with this. I don't know if there's something, there's, I don't even think there's a badge for it, um, you know. I feel like maybe they will make it a dex thing because if people... Yeah aren't playing as much because they already have most of the stuff or whoever gets to level 50 yeah. or whatever. I guess they have to make it interesting for them. I mean, they did, they've had a badge in the, in the you know, like your badges that you collect to get to platinum. They've had one for um, Magikarp for some time um, and I think one for Rattata, I think, off the top Rattata. of my head, without going into um, badges trying to find them i think i'm genuinely i know there's definitely one for magic harp um no yes they are catch 300 tiny rattata i'm up to 254 because let's face it how many rattata do you really want to catch yeah once you've got enough and once you've got a good one do you really want to carry on catching them no you want me to catch a thousand yeah that's not going to happen anytime soon i didn't even look at these things so i think people (laughs) should like glance at all those badges and things at the bottom because there was mm. some that I didn't even exist before. No existed before. So yeah, yeah I just read the jumbo Pokemon collector, but now there's like, you have to evolve a certain amount. So 10 out of 24, then what's it go up to 10 out of 46. So I have 10, there we go. but then mm. there's just like a million other things. What's that <laughs> one that I told you was weird that one time? I have no idea. Give me more information. I told you. Why is it named that? That's not like a... Oh, it's like Breeder or something. Battle Girl. Battle Girl. Oh, yeah, that one too. For yours, I was like, aren't you a boy? (laughs) And like it called you Battle Girl. But for that one, I was like, it says Breeder, but you don't even get to make the Pokemon. You have to hatch eggs. So shouldn't it be called Hatcher? There it is. It says Breeder Hatch. Let's see. The first one was 10, then 100. Now... 500 and I'm only at 254. I'm sure you already have that one down because the most it's 2,500, but you go through them all the time. Battle Girl is win fourth. Well, I'm up to 2,781 out of 4,000 gym battles. You know, I'm, I'm not a... really one. I'm not really a massive one for gym battles other than if I, you know, if there's nothing nearby that I want to put a Pokemon into, then I will battle it to put my Pokemon in there, but that's about it. I'm not. 
I'm not going out of my way to battle gyms. I'll get there eventually. But Battle Girl mm. doesn't make much sense to me, but there you go. It's just, they didn't ask you what you identify with. <laughs> they just assumed. Yeah, just assumed your gender. Why, why are there no complaints about this? Maybe we should bring this up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the next event after that, or within that, I should say, is the uh, Team Go Rocket Takeover. So, yet again, we have another opportunity to catch a Shadow Legendary. This one is Regice. Um, and for, for the life of me, I don't see how anyone could be interested in this other than to just add it to the decks because Regice is completely useless. Isn't it really cool at like battles and things? Yeah, it's it's not really up there in in battle league. It's not going to do anything for you. It's going to be no use. But you know, if if you want it to complete the decks, it's good for that, I suppose. Um, I'm more likely to keep the Super Rocket Radar and see what comes next and then get two of those. I think the next one is probably going to be another one of the Reggie family because we've had Reggie Rock and now we've had Reggie Ice. So, you know, we're working our way through the Reggies. Um, I think that's just, you know, I think we're going to have, oh, no, sorry, we had Reggie Steel last time, didn't we? We had Reggie Steel, now we've got Reggie Ice and I'm sure the next one will be Reggie Rock. I mean, if they do Reggie Gigas, then yes, because that looks pretty cool as a pokemon so i'd take that as a as a shadow just because it would look cool does it just I, add a new pokedex entry because i'm going next to all my reggies right now and no not really even a spot for it right now no. i have reggie rock regice and regis still but there's no place saying whatever the other one that just came out was yeah oh, another, the, the one that, the one that's just come out is you you didn't get it did you so it won't be in yours but it doesn't even have like one of those shadowy Pictures will not exist. Uh, I think it's I further down. It was... it's, it's further down. It's right at the bottom of the decks. Oh, so it's uh, not next to the other ones. No, it's classed as um, as the Galar. It's mm. part of the Galar um, decks. Eight ninety five. Mm. Mine doesn't yeah. say it at all. No, well, you haven't seen it though. If you haven't, if you haven't clicked on it and seen it, then it wouldn't be in there. Oh, okay. It only shows up if you've seen one. Like, I have seen a phalanx. I don't have a phalanx, but I've seen one. I also don't have a wooloo. Um, I missed both of those events, so I didn't get to catch those. But, you know, I'm sure they'll come out at some point, eventually. I don't think I was playing for those. No, you were not playing for them. It's about a year before you started playing. Mm. But, there you go. So, Tingle Rocket Takeover... The good thing to take away from Tingo Rocket Takeover is you have the ability to use your TMs to remove frustration from your um, Shadow Pokemon. So you can use your Charge TM on every Shadow Pokemon that you want to get rid of frustration and then give it a regular move, um, which is which is good. I've got my How do you Charge know what TMs. The regular moves are? Well, I mean, if if you look at your Shadow Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And show it, say, I don't know, say you take Shadow Mewtwo, for example. My Shadow Mewtwo has got Confusion. My other Shadow Mewtwo has got Confusion. My other Shadow Mewtwo has got Confusion. Um, My one Shadow that I just went down recently was when it was those fighting one day Hitman Lane. So I have Low Kick and Frustration. There you go. But the Frustration is the only move that it gives out when you get a Shadow Pokemon. So what you want to do is you want to TM that off. So you so go you items to... and then fast TM, charge TM, or which one? You want do you want charge TM? Charge TM. Yeah. So you want to go down to charge TM and you click on that shadow Pokemon. It'll ask you if you want to remove frustration. Frustration cannot be relearned, and then it will give it a move of that you know from that Pokemon itself. Then you have the option to use a charge TM to change its move again, but you can only do this during the Tingo Rocket Takeover events. Otherwise, you're stuck with that Pokemon having frustration. And frustration is completely useless when it comes to your Shadow Pokemon. And I think I interrupted you. You said you had the, them stocked up. Yeah, I've got I've got 14 stocked up, ready to go. So um, I'm just working my way through my good Shadow Pokemon. So every time these events come along and I have enough, um, I have enough charge TMs, I don't really store them. I don't see the point. I've got elite TMs. So if I want to change a Pokemon's move to something specifically for, you know, 
um, a raid or a battle or to go against something or just because I've caught a good Pokemon and I don't like its moveset, I keep them so I can change it to whatever I so want. So the elite ones do that? Like you can yeah, change... the elite ones you get you get a list of what charge move or what um, fast move a Pokemon can learn. Obviously, not every Pokemon can learn every single move. You know, you can't have a rock Pokemon with a psychic move, for example. Um, I mean, there are. I'm sure there should, I'm sure there are some, but specifically, rock Pokemon would have a rock move or a water move or something like that. It can't learn every move, but the elites allow you to see which moves it can have, and then you're going to change them accordingly to whichever one you want to instead of guessing. Because with the normal charge TMs and with the normal fast TMs, it's hit and miss which ones you get. So you get whichever one it gives you. And then you have to keep going through your charge TMs or your elite uh, or through your fast TMs or your charge TMs until you get the right move. If you have the elite one, you only have to use it once and you pick which move you want it to have. And that's the good thing about them. I think um, I I didn't know what half that stuff was. Yeah. When I first started, and my item list kept getting full, and I didn't know what to delete or what not to delete, so I guess it's good to know what those things are. Yeah, I mean, the, the majority of these things have been brought over from the original games. We used to use them back on Nintendo games, um, the Game Boy games and so on. We used to use them then to be able to change moves, and also, as your Pokemon got higher up in level, it would suggest new moves to you, so you'd start with a Pokemon that was at level 1, and as you build it up to each level, you might get to level five, for example, as it um, as it got more um, CP, it would get to a certain point and it would say, this Pokemon has leveled up, it's learned a new move, would you like to keep it or would you like to, you know, ignore it? And you could teach that Pokemon a move that way. This is another thing that was in there that you could you could use the TMs to teach it a new move. So you would find TMs around the game, you would get TMs from people around the game. Um, you were giving them as gifts or sometimes you could buy them from the shop and you could teach a specific Pokemon a specific move. This is their way of doing that but also um, the elite ones, you only you can't buy the elite TMs um, you can only, well you, <laughs> you do buy the elite TMs because the only way to get an elite TM is to either buy it from a box that appears randomly in the shop or by paying for an event um, ticket and then they will give you elite TMs from winning, you know, whatever the um whatever the mission is, if you will, the research. Um so you are still paying for them as such, but that's the only way to get the TMs, whereas the normal TMs you would get through doing um raids or you can get them as uh, as prizes from the GBL from Great Battle League. So every time you do um you win two, two or three. You know, one of them is is a is a berry, and the other one is usually this. So that's how you kind of get them within Pokemon Go. Um, and that is on from Saturday the twenty fifth, and ends at the same time as the Let's Go Let's Go event, which is on the twenty ninth. Um, so then we have Thunderous. And Mega Venusaur, they're coming back in on the 21st. Um, not really that interested in them. They've already been round. This is just coming back round again. They're not really giving us anything new here or anything exciting here. It's just the same things again. And then we have the um, Spotlight Hours. So Spotlight Hours for the end of March are going to be Litten, which is on the 21st. And that's going to have two times catch Stardust. And then we have Poplio, which is on the 28th, and that's two times catch XP. So that's just finishing off the, the starters. We had Rowlet last week. We've now got Litten, and then we've got Poplio. So they and will that's, be... Yeah. That's 5 or 6 p.m.? Uh, they're 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Uh, Tuesdays? Time. Yeah, always on Tuesdays at local time. Local time, 6 p.m. And that's, you know, that's just filling off the finishing off the starters. Um I don't know why they've chosen these, why they chose these when they're kind of everywhere. I mean, you don't see much in the way of Litten, but Poplio seems to be everywhere at the minute. Um, I, I see them all the time, but um, to be fair, I am taking advantage of the Poplio one because of the simple fact that Primarina is a really good 
a really good Pokemon, especially for Battle League because of its um, because it's fairy and it's water. It's really good. Fairy kind of batters Psychic. A lot of people seem to use Psychic at the minute, and it's really good to have a good fairy Pokemon. I think anyway. I mean, I'm not I'm not a pro at Great Battle League, but I've always found that Primarina is a really good one for for Battle League. Um, so is, I is will that be the collecting. One that- you usually do the first one because it gets off a move faster. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. I mean, the problem is with Primarina is it takes so long. The the one the moves that I have anyway, um, it takes so long to charge up Moonblast and Hydro Pump. But nine times out of ten, apart from, you know, the odd one where I go against the wrong Pokemon, but nine times out of ten, Charm has broken that Pokemon down way before I get near to charging up Hydro Pump or Moonblast. So that's why I like it. So I'll be taking advantage of of Poplio and, you know, getting more and more candy because at the minute I need more XL candy. I have the candy. I have, you know, 500 and something candy, but I need the XL candy to charge it up and get it higher up because I need to get mine to level 50. It's not quite there yet, but we're getting there slowly but surely. You can do it. What? Okay, so explain to people the rare candies and the XL, like the rainbowy looking candies, just in case they don't know, because I didn't know what they were for a week ever. Okay, so when you get rare candy, which is a little rainbow ball, that one you can give to any Pokemon at all, and it just gives whichever Pokemon you choose, it adds that number onto the candy. So, you know, if you if you want to do anything like leveling up or evolving, you need candy. For the Candy XL, that is when you level that Pokemon up to a point where the candy is not enough. So if you were to poke, if you were to power up um, a level one Pokemon, it would give you up to a certain point. It would allow you to use the normal candy. Once it gets to a certain point, you need to use the XL candy. So the more XL candy that you have, the better it is because the higher you can power up that Pokemon and make it stronger. Um, you can convert your normal candy into XL candy. It's 100 candy for one XL candy. So if you have a Pokemon, you know, that you are constantly walking around, I mean, I did it with uh, Gyarados for a long time. And I've done it several times with Gyarados um, because I think Gyarados is a, an awesome Pokemon and I love getting, you know, level 50 Gyarados is just brilliant, and it's a. I just think it's a great Pokemon. But I've done it a couple of times with with Gyarados, and I will walk it and walk it and walk it to death because it's only a one kilometer walker. And you'll get candy left, right, and center, and then just convert all of that into Candy XL. I do it all the time, and I'm sat at, with a hundred percent Hundo Gyarados, and he's got six hundred and thirty eight Candy XL. So I do it all the time. I'm constantly converting them. Um, and I try to do it with other Pokemon as well, but, you know, the best ones to do it with are the one the one kilometer walkers. The likes of Gyarados and Scatterbug. Scatterbug is another one as well. Um, but there isn't really much I use like for Scatterbug. As like I like Pokemon, I love... but I definitely yeah. gave my rare candies to the Scatterbugs for a while. Yeah, Spookers I'm still doing that now because I don't think there necessarily is anything. I mean, I've not got everything, but everything I have, um, I don't necessarily need to power up. Other than things like Mewtwo, obviously we can, you know, I want my Mewtwo to be as high up as possible. And I'm close, but I need 17 Candy XLs to be able to power up to the next one. Um, and it's going to take a lot to get there. So um, you know, I'm in no rush whatsoever. I'll get there eventually. You're very patient with these things. Sometimes I feel like I'm I just want them done, so I try to do like the battles. But mm. it's the hardest part of winning enough to get to the little three rare candies and then doing that enough for it to count. But it has helped me evolve that rare candy stuff has helped me evolve a couple of things, but mm. I think if you, if you do it too yeah. fast, then you haven't got anything to aim for. And that's that's where I am. Um, I remember playing the games when I was younger, and it was so um, 
obviously it's not as open world as it is nowadays, but when I was playing it on the, the Game Boy, you know, it would take what felt like forever to get through the game because there was so much to go through. Once you've once you've got to the end of the game and you've completed all the battles and you've won and you are you know you are the um, the Pokemon Go champion or the Pokemon champion I should say, you would then go back through the game to get all the things that you missed before. So you know before you could um, chop a bush down to get a rare candy, you you could go back and and go there and go get that because once you got to the end of the game you had the ability to cut trees or um, use a bike or fly or whatever the things were that you couldn't do when you first started the game. Once you got to the end and you'd finished, you had all these abilities. So you could go back through and do little bits that you'd missed all the way. This is very much like that. Um, that's how I treat the game anyway. I'm not in any rush to get anywhere. I'm not in any rush to get to level 50 because I think that once you get to level 50, what is the aim? There are plenty of people that are at level 50 and that's great and cool for them. But for me, once I get to level 50, I feel like it will become sort of stagnated or stagnant. I'd, you know, what do you do once you get there? What's the aim? You've got hundreds of millions of XP. Where do you go then? Do you get a billion XP? Do you get every single Pokemon to level up every single Pokemon? I mean, for me, there's no rush. And I'll go back through and I'll, all these Pokemon that I've missed, I'll wait for them to come back around. Um, that's why I'm not too, you know, kind of overly fussed if I do miss an event. Because I'll just go around. I'll just wait for it to come back around again. It'll come back around. They always do. The, the mega raids are constantly circling around. Um, the the Pokemon of the week or the Pokemon of the month always comes back in. You know, here we are with Thunderous and Mega Venusaur again. Cool. We've already had these before, but it's great for new starters so they they can get them again. We'll get them for the first time. It's great for me to get them again if I want to build up on candy. Um, you should explain about how to do raids. Sorry to interrupt you. Maybe not today. I think that's one for another one. Or maybe we can do a bit more visual and put that on on the likes of YouTube or something. Yeah, that might be helpful because I didn't even know how to do any of those things. Yeah, I think it's kind of hard to do something like that or explain something like that over a podcast. True. My bad. (laughs) But yeah, we'll put something out. We'll find a way of doing it and and uh, that'll be for another time. Yeah, I didn't know what that was, and I used to try to do, I think, the ones that, what I now know is, like, four or five stars, whatever you can't do when you're, like, a little baby Pokemon player by yourself with really bad Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. It's all about it's all about learning and taking your time, though, and having a bit of fun with it and looking online and watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and that kind of thing. It, when the game first came out, there wasn't really much of it. There was a couple of people that um, I started watching on YouTube, and I got a lot of help from them. Um, and the crazy thing is that some of these people that were on YouTube had never played a Pokemon game before. I grew up with Pokemon. I played it. I had the trading cards. Sadly, don't have the trading cards anymore because they're probably worth lots and lots of money now. But I had all these things when I was younger, and I played all these. So that knowledge kind of stayed with me. Um, and some of these guys have made a living out of, you know, playing Pokemon Go into the ground. And when you watch their videos, they still don't understand how the most basic things work. So, you know, nobody can ever say, oh, I don't know how to do this. Because even the guys that are out there making videos, creating content to help people still do not know everything. So nobody can ever feel stupid about it. They can never feel like, you know. A stupid question. People ask, people say, like we said at the start, you know, there is no stupid question because I've watched some of these guys on, on YouTube and they're asking the most simplest of questions or they don't know the answers to that question. And to me, it seems like that's the most basic thing that they should know, but they don't. And, you know, that's fine. It is what it is. Big Bird said asking questions is a great way to learn. <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, like that. <laughs> I wasn't that, that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the Cookie Monster, yeah. Yeah, love I was it, love snacking it. with the Cookie Monster, not really paying attention to the word content, was I? I, w- I was drumming with animals, so I wasn't listening to Big Bird. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Well, let's wrap it up there for this week. I think we've just gone. 
just over an hour, so I think we've got enough for episode one. Do you think so? I think so. Alrighty, cool. Well, we can come back next week, and we've got plenty to talk about. Uh, we've got all the events that are going on, so we can get a catch-up on how everyone did catching the slow pokes and evolving into slow bros and slow kings. We can go over the wish-granted masterwork research. We can look at uh, where is Kecleon? Does anyone know where Kecleon is? Has anyone seen Kecleon for the past week? <laughs> I haven't seen Kecleon. Uh, did anyone catch any shiny Smurgle? Do you catch a shiny Smurgle? No, I didn't catch a shiny Smurgle either. Um, we can talk about the, sh- the scatterbugs, where we're up to there. And what is a gimme ghoul and how do you get one? We can also talk about that as well. If you are listening, thank you for listening. Next week, I'll speak to you next week. You will hear us next week. Say bye. Okay. <laughs> also, no sign of shiny Zubat. <laughs>